this is Amanda. And this is Amanda. And we are Vagina Soup. We are Woo! back. Back with a vengeance. Is that, <laughs> is that a word? No. Well, it is a back word. Back with vengeance. Is that more of the word? Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. It doesn't really Should matter. Should we redo that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just joking. Whatever. I don't care. We don't care. I don't care. We don't edit shit. No, I'm back with something. We add That's music and that is all we do. Like if we make a mistake, we really don't You're just going to hear care. it. It's yeah. not that professional. Because we are raw. Unfiltered. And unfiltered and unedited. Yes. Because <laughs> that's the way we like and to do things. Yes, it might have something to do with, I don't know what, but that's just the way it is. It's called laziness. Yes. It's called, no, it's called, we're new at this. We are new, we're but we're on out. episode 16 are you today. Serious? Yes. Wow. We need to get uh, a. Are you guys sharing? Because I feel I like know. we're not sharing. I feel like we have this little niche. We need ev- all of you. Okay, let's say there's 200 of you listening. Can you please share with 50 people? If each of you share with 50 people, just think how we could explain. And then those, ask those 50 people to share with another 50 people. We're on the map, bitches. Because we really, at this point, <laughs> think we do it for our own amusement. I know. But now I'm like, Whoa. We feel like our topics are really fun and good. And yeah. so we're just trying to get out there. And if you guys share with 50, they share with 50, we might be able to get a t-shirt made. We might. Because <laughs> I want to wear Embrace the Vagina by Summer. I don't know. Maybe we just need to do, let's just, let's just do that. Let's just make our own. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. And we'll just walk around <laughs> with Embrace the Vagina at the we PTA meeting. Work. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? Or would we get in trouble? We'd totally get in trouble. Okay. I don't know why. Let's we say vagina every I know. day. Embrace the veg. That's just like... Embrace your pro- vagina. promoting vaginal wellness. Last time I checked, everyone having a baby has a vagina. Oh, uh, that's me too. Oh, there's a <laughs> crane going over us right now. We are in a parking lot. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um... Right in front of Ulta, which honestly is very dangerous. I know. I, I could in. Se- we could seriously podcast from Ulta. Just I would like love go. to. Maybe yeah. if we let's get a commercial for Ulta, so we could get like a gift card or something. Okay, listeners, if any of you know <laughs> someone from Ulta or any other business that you think that they might want us to promo them, let we're, us know we're in. or let them know. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, a, f- a friend of mine is opening. Well, he's assisting in opening a brewery. And he said, the guys that are opening it are so cool, they would probably name a beer Vagina Soup. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be the best beer name. I know. Oh, my God. How many people would drink it, do you think? I would. I'd I become don't. a beer drinker. Would it become a beer? Do- I think a cider might Like be a good. nice cider. Yeah, like yes. a delicious cider like called nice, Vagina yeah. Soup. Anyway, oh, that is, is we, are our, ma- we are making that happen. We are making, we're putting vagina soup on the map of beers. I'm sure you're like, um, I'm gonna need a six pack of Coors Light. Go ahead and get the vagina soup. Do you have vagina <laughs> soup on tap? <laughs> oh, that'll be good. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. We, I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, we are in Stormwatch 2019. Snowmageddon. <laughs> Stormageddon. Snowmageddon. So, of course, this always happens to me. I have to work on the day that it snows. So, I had to work Monday. I was supposed to. Yeah, but someone decided to pretend like she was 20 and hurt her little muscles, so I pretend I was 20. I kicked ass at that workout until I pulled something oh, in my calf or ripped something. Not nice. really sure yet, but... She's walking around like a grandma. Um, 
Anyway, so yes, that was very treacherous. I almost hit a car. I did some maneuvering. And it's like going down the hill. And I don't know. I've never really had a problem before. But this car is like super big and heavy. And I'm wondering if I'm like sort of not anticipating as much velocity. (laughs) It's a heavy car. So you have to stop. So I'm I'm braking. But when you're on ice, it just takes a lot longer. So even today, I went through a fucking intersection. Oh my god, you're so lucky with, that you're not luckily, dead. Luckily, it was like in Muckleteal, and there was no, like, like... Traffic? Traffic. Not that much traffic. I mean, there was some cars going through, but they stopped. Oh luckily. my god, could you imagine if someone was walking on the crosswalk? Yeah, no, they'd be dead. Oh my god. I know, I'd probably, I would have had enough time to roll my window down and be like, watch out! Because I was like, slow-mo going yeah. through the, you know... You're like, I can't stop! Oh, it was horrible. But anyway... So, yeah, that's been fun. The kids haven't had school for two days. So then every time they don't have school, there's this little message like, we don't have school. Now the last day of school will be June 17th. It was the 13th. Yep, yep, yep. Now it's the 17th because we missed a day for power. We missed two days for snow. Ours doesn't really tell us. It just becomes a big surprise. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, great. Now we have a longer, a shorter summer. Well, I wish they would just take away midwinter break. Yeah, like that, make up you on guys, midwinter yeah, break. That's crazy. We, that's in one and a half weeks is yeah. midwinter break. One and, and a half? In one and a half weeks, they'll start. Yeah, well, oh, you well, mean a week from Friday. It'll start. Okay, in, yeah. I thought you meant the break is a week and a half. And I was like, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I think it's weird. Yeah, I think it's just weird, frankly, that we have so many breaks. Yeah. Yeah. That is. So how was how was your week besides your kids were home? We had about a foot of snow. Sweet. Kids were home. They went outside and they did sled, which was great. Um, And then all the their friends came over, and I sat and just iced my calf and (laughs) tried to stretch it and roll it. I bruises all over it from trying to roll it out. Um, and this morning I was on the staircase thinking, oh, I should do a calf stretch. And I went, what? Oh, and felt a sharp pain that? again. I thought that's what it needed. I know, but you need to be hot. Like maybe you need to warm it up a little before you stretch hmm. it. Anyway. Maybe take a bath and then stretch it. I've taken plenty. Okay. I'm just not, I'm not good at listening. Hey, I I'm did take her, advice and not go work out. I, she was like, I'm going to go do this. And I gave her Dr. Amanda's orders. I'm expecting the bill. <laughs> <laughs> the bill is you having to be here with me, <laughs> strapped in a car. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, yes. so, well, we have a very serious topic today. We do. We do have a, like, serious, but, I mean, yeah. I think it's a serious topic that probably most women can relate to. Yes. So today, vagina soup, the soup of the day is... Are you sorry? <laughs> She's ripping apart her <laughs> coffee right now. She's very angry when she thinks about this. Subject. I know. We are going to talk about not just the Me Too movement or how it came about, but we want to talk about how do we raise our girls in a society that might just, not always respect a woman's right. body or choices or uh, and just, just yeah, and just keeping them safe yeah. and strong is young women who are going to go out and they're going to party because they're going to. Yeah. And it's fun and we should be able to go out and party and have right. fun without think without worrying about someone slipping something in your yeah. drink. But also in my case having a boy too, how do I continue to raise a boy that respects women's yeah. bodies and no means no and because when you watch TV, it's always sexual. Yeah. It's always sexual. I mean, and the scary part is is it just kids are getting desensitized now to 
how you like know, sacred sex should be, and it should be like a special thing. I mean, I don't know that very I masculine agree with that. Yeah. And like you know, you have this. Uh, uh, what is it, bravado? Yeah. Where you're just... Machismo? Like, yeah, <laughs> machismo. <laughs> Where the guy that's kind of cocky and yeah. macho and I can get the girl because yeah. that is how it is in the movies. Yeah. And um, funny thing is, Christian asked me yesterday if, he, if I thought The Rock was hot. Oh. And I was like... And you're like, no, Tula and Thea do, though. I said, no, not really. And he's like, you don't like the really big buff guys, do you, Mom? And I'm like... I would do that any day. See, The Rock doesn't do it for me. But for weird reasons, Jason Momoa does do it. I know. But he's not, he's, anyway. Yeah. I would. I like a bicep. I will be honest. I'll just, I'm honest. I like a bicep. I, yeah, I like. I would probably sexually harass Jason Momoa. <laughs> I, ju- I said it. I put it out there. And. Not in a hopefully threatening way. No, just good in a, God, like, no. Maybe I want your sto- penis in my vagina way, right? <laughs> just that simple way. Not in a stockish way. I've never sent him a just letter. Just slip and fall into my vagina. <laughs> Let me just say, if he sent me a dick pic, I might not delete it. Okay. Okay, so let's get to On that, on that I note. On that so, note, first so, of all, who sends dick pics? I know. Well, that is ridiculous. But people do it all the time. And that is a form of sexual harassment. It is. And let me tell you real quick... Um, I've taken internet safety stuff with the kids in school, and I think you've done it too, where it talks about all the different apps and Mm -hmm. stuff that kids have. But the other big thing is if a boy sends a picture of himself in his genitalia to another girl, (laughs) to another girl, and then the mom sees it and is like, oh my God, there's a dick pic. I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to his mom. Oh, totally. That mom can get in trouble for trafficking (gasps) porn. Oh. You are supposed to delete it immediately. You do not, yes, or call the police, but any time that you send a picture on, even if it was to his mom, it's trafficking porn. And it's child porn. And it's child porn. And obviously, like, if the girl takes a picture of it, sends it to her friends, again, trafficking porn. So... Keep in mind, like those those things that we've never thought about, that and these so kids makes are sending, me uncomfortable. It's sending the, nudies, yes, right? But Girls that makes do me it too. So uncomfortable because I think it's a really aggressive move to send your dick Ugh. in a pic. So as a mom, let's because I have two girls. As a mom, I would want to like go. Oh hell no! I'm sending this would. back to your mom. Yep. And I just would. I think. I mean, at what that almost like then gives the person sending the dick pic more. Power. Power than right. the person receiving it. Right. Which is not okay. It's not okay. But so what we did learn is that you report it to the police, which you've got one in your household, so that's yeah. great. Um, I don't see, I just, I really But don't I would want to be like, I'm going to take care of it and I'm going to oh, call yeah. that mom. And that's how I would feel, right? Um, but I've made it clear to my kids you put anything. Yep. A picture. You send it to anyone. It is in the internet. It's gone. Not even just a picture, but no, your, anything, words. your words. I mean, I constantly say to Thea, you had better be posting something that if you're anything that you are sending to your friends. Your grandma should your, be able to see it. Their, their moms are going to read that. Yeah. Just anything you send, think a mom of one of my friends will read. Yeah. I will read. Yeah. I mean, I know they would probably feel more comfortable with saying certain things in front of me, but no, other people are going to read that. So if you write some snarky little thing to a girl and you're having a little fight between two girls, she's going to show her mom. Right. You show me. Right. So 
it, think about that. It's going to always you, come back yeah, at you. And a picture is like, you know. Oh, and then the other thing is, like, you know, young girls are always putting kind of like, there's swimsuit pictures on yeah. Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. Pictures of partying. Guess what? When you go get a job. You interview for that job. We're stalking you. You're going to get, Facebook's going to get looked at. We have done it. We have looked at Facebook when we've interviewed people, you know, especially just like, oh, curiosity. Yep. We've never Google. not hired somebody because of Facebook, but what will happen? But in there's, the, doesn't mean it wouldn't happen. Doesn't mean it wouldn't happen, especially in, you know, yes, definitely there's jobs out I there. I mean, if there's someone little, was look like. At integrity, look yeah. at character. Yeah, I mean, you just have to be very, very careful. Yeah. All right, we've gone, we've uh, taken beard. a segue. Okay, so Me beard. Too. So the reason, I mean, it, this isn't just Me Too, but it's kind of, I was sort of looking at, you know, hot topics or whatever, and Me Too is, even though it apparently started in ni- er, 1975, <laughs> the year I was born. It was started <laughs> when I was seven, and I will give you a story about that. The when movement I was began eight. to spread in October 2017. As a hashtag on social media. So um, there were like widespread sexual allegations against Harvey Weinstein or Win- is that how you Weinstein. say it? Mm-hmm. And um, there's an American social activist, something, how do you say her name? Burke? Tarana Burke. Tarana Burke um, that started the Me Too as early as 2006. So anyway, this just became a thing where everyone was doing it. I think, um, you know, putting hashtag Me Too as like I have gone through some sort of sexual mm-hmm. uh, experience it, yeah, that was inappropriate, not, yes. um, you know, sexual harassment. That was not consensual. No. Right. So um, I guess for me, when that all was coming out, like with uh, actors and actresses, I just, I have like this other, like I have this feeling about it because even like when actresses, you see them on the cover of like Us Weekly and they're like, how I lost 20 pounds Bitch, you just had a baby, and then you got a tummy tuck, and then that's how you lost 20 pounds. And you like, filtered. Yeah, like, come on. And airbrushed. And so I often have those, or they're like, you know, you have a chef cooking yes, for you, or yes. we just happen to have twins. Yeah, no, you didn't. You had IVF. Like, you get over it. yourself. Yeah, like, come on. So with, then the Me Too thing, and I want, I, I'll just be honest, part of me is like, oh, poor baby, right? Like, if you don't, like, you're not being sexually harassed you're being sexually harassed, maybe at a job, but we're talking like a multi-million dollar job and you could be like, and I get that they're saying like, oh, if if we said no to him, then we would never work again. Well, I don't know. I, I get it. I, it's not okay. But also movie stars have a lot of power and they're in a place where they can say those kinds of things. Whereas the rest of us, you know, people that aren't movie stars who don't make a lot of money and it happens in the workplace, but they need that job. They need to that job on the yes, table. Exactly. So, I mean, I have to, as a woman, I have to just say that all of our sexual harassment is equal and no, not one person is better than the other. But the, 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 I don't, I didn't feel like the uh, actresses did anyone a huge favor by participating in the Me Too movement. I don't know. Maybe they did. People, I think it took a lot. I, I mean, I guess what I'd say is it took a lot for them to come out in the sense of maybe how it would harm their career. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there was uh, who was the big one? Wrote was it Rose McGowan who came out um, and Alyssa Milano 
and <laughs> really? Yeah, what, no, what that she, she was, no, I know, but <laughs> the Hallmark show. She is the one. Was she the um, one? I thought it was. Oh, that put it on Twitter in 2017 uh, because. Okay. Oh yeah, Ashley Judd, Gwyneth Paltrow, yes, Jennifer Lawrence. So also, you know, probably, and I am not judging at all, but a lot of girls are on the cover of these magazines with barely any clothes yeah. on, and I am not condoning any behavior from men that is warranted. Based on what, what someone's, someone's wearing, wearing. absolutely not, okay. not. But they are putting them in a. They're putting themselves in a position of being objectified. Yeah, completely for sure, for sure. Right, and so for me, trying to teach our kids not to objectify themselves yeah. or not to, you've got to treat women with respect and take the sexuality out of it. It's hard when every cover of oh, every yeah. Yeah. women's magazine is there, and the girls are half nude. Yeah. Every, you know, it, it is kind of, you know, you have these, the hash, the whole Me Too with movie stars and stuff. But on the other hand, they're doing music videos where they have, you know, their asses hanging out and half their boobs hanging out. And, you know, it's like, we, I think as women, we need to hold ourselves to a little bit higher standard. Absolutely. And yeah. you don't have to get into a bikini to sell something. That no. shouldn't be how things get sold. I mean, it is, but... It shouldn't be. I mean, I would much rather read a magazine with Michelle Obama on the cover yeah. of the magazine than a celebrity who's wearing nothing. And I think that's what, I think as parents, that's what I'm trying to instill in my children. Right. Like, why do you, like, oh, you love Ariana Grande. Why? What do you know about her? Right. Like, aside from her music. cute little, you know, self with right. the high pony and, you know, not that I'm not saying anything's wrong with her. I just... Why do these people appeal to you? And you should think about that. And where and what is making that person a role model yeah, to you? Yeah. Right. So so anyway, I feel like that's sort of you had some other statistics. Um a new national survey was put out, um, I believe from the Washington Post that was surveying women and just compared to men, because let's be honest, men do get sexually harassed. Uh-huh. Um, so this was just the statistics. Um, so it's saying 77% of women have experienced verbal sexual harassment as opposed to 34% of men. Um, I'm surprised that's not higher. Me, well, I, me too. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Um, 51% of women, uh, have experienced unwelcome sexual touching and men 17%. Uh, women, 41% online sexual harassment, men, 22%. Women being physically followed. Now that is 34%. Fucking that scary. would be the most fucking frightening thing. I've been followed in a car before and. Oh yeah, I have. I remember pulling up to my, I was going to my friend's apartment and I pulled up to her apartment and the guy who was in the car that was following me pulled up right behind me and I just laid on my horn. So my friend and her brother came out. And because I did not want to get out of the car. Yeah, and then smart. the guy like backed up and took off. Very smart. Um, but the thought of being physically followed is something that as women, we have to think about getting to our cars at night, yeah. going to the parking lot. I don't think my husband's ever worried about being physically well, followed. And the percentage of men is 12%. Yeah. Then there's genital flashing. God. So 30% so of women funny. have been flashed and 12% of men. Now, I don't know if the 12% of men... We're at... They're talking about... Mardi cons- Gras? Yeah, <laughs> Mardi Gras! They threw some beads at them. Yeah, you, that doesn't some, count. That doesn't count. And then sexual assault, 27% of women and 7% of men. Um, so, it, it, I mean, those numbers are... 
uh, riveting, frankly. Well, and I feel like they're probably on the low, on the low side. I think I so, too. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know, you never know. I'll poll, you never totally. know. Totally. But what, because, okay, so it's funny, Andrew and I recently got in a huge fight over this because, you know, it's like, well, what, before we started this, we were um, talking about, we were watching a little clip from Sean Penn, who was promoting a new movie, and he was saying how the Me Too movement is too black and white. There should be more, like, gray to it. And I'm thinking, so what? It's, like, okay to, like, look at someone's boob but not touch it? Like, where do you draw the line? It probably is a pretty black and white thing, right? right? Any unwanted sexual advance is the line. Right. That's pretty black right. and white. I don't yeah. know why why there would be a gray area. So if it makes you uncomfortable, there's that gray area. Yeah. I mean, if it makes a woman feel uncomfortable and threatened in any sort of way, so, that is the line. Yes. So you are 50. I'm 43. Thanks. We have... <laughs> we have now I'm begging for people to sexually look at me. <laughs> <laughs> we have plenty of experience. Do you have... That um, I've have I have okay so you know last night I had a conversation with my daughter about roofies and just she's fourteen she doesn't go out and party she hangs out with her friends and they make music videos they're just like big dorks and I love that but I know the time will come when the parties start happening so I just asked her I said do you know what a roofie is and she said yeah mom it's drugs that someone puts in your drink and they it's a date rape drug. Um, so, number one, that opened up a conversation for yeah. us where I could talk about, um, yeah, what are the ways that you could avoid that? And she knew. She's like, don't leave your drink unattended. Don't hand it off to somebody. Make sure you're with your friends always at a party. Which is funny because she's never really been to a party yeah. before. But I'm glad that she knows that. Um, well, it's happening. She did like a right. New Year's Eve party. And- right. So, then the conversation kind of halted there and... So here's where I question what I share. Okay. So for myself, I did experience before in my past when I was in my early 20s. Did you tell her this? No. Oh, okay. No. This is for another time. This was very casual last night. But yeah. we'll sit down and have a lot of conversations. Yeah. Um, where I, not that I was dating, but this guy from the gym, I guess we were, I don't know. We were hanging out at his place. And, um, he gave me a drink and it had, it turned out had GHB in it, which I always thought back then I was in my twenties. I worked out a lot. I always just thought it was for, you know, your muscles and strength. Mm -hmm. It makes you stronger. I didn't really know what GHB was because back then in the nineties, GHB was not called the date rape drug. Uh It was called, if you work out, it's a performance drug. Yeah. Um, what I remember is basically no muscle control and crawling on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, I, not a feeling of drunkness, a feeling of you have no control mm-hmm. of your body, right? And, and I, I mean, I know what happened. I remember what happened. And if I wanted to say no, there would have been no way that I could say yeah. no, right? Um, but I could see how easily that happened. Now, he was a guy that I knew. He was a friend of mine. Um, did I, was I angry? I was angry at myself. I wasn't angry with him because I knew I was taking GHB. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. And, um, but he told you he was putting it in. Well, he drink? said to me, do you want to try it? Cause it, it was all about this performance yeah. stuff. Right. And I thought, Oh, he works out all the time. I work out yeah. all the time. This is going to be good for, 
I did not know what the side effects were of GHB oh. at the time. So, no, I haven't shared that story with Ella, but I will share that story with Ella. Yeah. Like, she will know. Yeah. Well, when I was, I was saying, like, Andrew and I had kind of gotten into it, like, I just feel like men don't fully understand. I mean, maybe there are men out there that do, but in general, because, like you were saying, we, we can't even walk to our car without feeling some way. Do you know what I mean? Now, there might be a woman out there that's like, I don't give a shit. I'm walking, you know, doesn't really doesn't care. But I think most women are like looking over their shoulder, looking around, especially depending on where you are. We work downtown Seattle. You have your keys in your hand. You have your keys. You know where you're going. If it's after a certain time, we have a like a security guard walk us out. Men aren't walking out with a security guard. No. And then half the time you're like, oh, I don't want to wait for them. So I'm just going to leave and go out by myself anyway. And I was like, you don't understand what women go through. Okay, here's an example. I was buying my first car, and I was 27. And, well, I had already bought it, but I think I was, like, refinancing it. Or maybe I leased it. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway. But I was um, probably 28 at the time. And I'm at, like, a Nissan dealership with the person that I'm doing the financing with. And he is full-on sexually harassing me. Like, Asking me if I want to see a, his dick, like flat out, and I was like, "No, that's fine," you know. And then you're like, uh, "I don't want to see your dick, I but wanted, I'd like thirty percent off." And I'm not kidding you. I was there for like forty five minutes, trapped in his office because I'm trying to fill out the paperwork. Yet he's told full on sexually harassing, me, just like saying all these things, wanting to take me out, wanting to do this. Wanting to, I'm like, and I was dating Andrew at the time, you know. And it was really uncomfortable, but I was just like getting through it because I wanted to buy the car. Right. And I'm thinking, you're like, who do I tell anyway? Like, yeah, who, who would I tell? Right. And who like? And do I need to have my dad or my boyfriend here with me because I just want to buy a car? Because I'm, I'm a an professional, 28 year old woman that can buy my own car, right. but I obviously can't do it without being sexually harassed. Right. And I am like, I think my my personality in general, like, I'm a tough cookie you know what I mean like people don't really push me around too much like I know what I want I you know I'm pretty driven I can you know I don't get too scared often about things like that but it was a really uncomfortable position to be in yeah like I said who was I gonna tell I did I remember writing this letter and I was gonna send it in and I never sent it in um like saying like the things he was actually saying to me right um, and now you think back. And now like, I think back, and I'm like, I, I should have fucking punched him in the face. Like now, as a 43 year old, mm-hmm. I would have been like, Oh no, you didn't. Yeah, like exactly. your ass is getting fired right. now. Like, yeah. So I think that's the really hard part about teenagers, early 20s. Even if you are the strongest woman in the world, you still can have these things happen. And it's it. What really pisses me off is that men do not experience this. And then a man that has an opinion about the Me Too movement, it's like, no, you don't understand. You can't understand yeah. what we go through. Yeah. Like, it's just not you possible. Don't get, you don't get to... You don't get to yeah. have an opinion on no. something that no. you don't even understand. No. Like, if you have never experienced a fear of walking to your car in broad daylight, you don't get to comment. Like, right. it's it's a whole different reality that we have. Going out to a club when I was 20s. You, now you can say, oh, well, you shouldn't have gone to a club. But why is my okay behavior, I'm doing something perfectly legal. Why, why isn't it the people that are doing something illegal the ones that should stop their behavior? And so, a lot of them work at the club. 
Oh, yeah. Right? So I was at this one. I mean, I just remember we were dancing. It was like packed. And this guy full on came up to me and grabbed my crotch. Just like hand on my oh, yeah. vagina. I mean, not inside my crotch. but And I was like, I mean, I totally pushed him off and was like, fuck you and whatever. But, okay, so now I'm in this place where I'm like, someone literally just touched my private parts. And they told me in fifth grade that's not okay, right? But... And he's looking at me, like, smiling, like, like I'm going to okay. like it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. on. And I'm thinking, okay, fuck off. No. And then it's like, okay, now I don't want to be here. Now my plans are, you know, it's just guys don't have that experience. And even if, I mean, I'm sure there are some guys, but even if a woman was to go up to a dude in a club and grab his crotch, most dudes are like, that yeah. was cool. Yeah. And then they go tell their friends. And then they're like, like yeah, yeah, that chick yeah. just grabbed me. You know, like, it's just a different vibe, I think, with... It is, for sure. I I mean, I remember in a workplace, and this was before I was a nurse, but I worked at a hospital. It was so interesting that, I mean, I worked with a lot of guys. Uh Um, I was a scheduler, and I worked, yeah, I worked with a whole bunch of guys. And, you know, they were, I always looked at them as just kind of like dirty older guys, because I was in my early 20s, and they're probably in their 40s and older. Uh And there was this one that would always be like, hey, you want to come see the etchings on my ceiling in my bedroom? He'd say it to me all the time, and I would laugh it off, uh-huh. and his little banter, and I would just laugh it off, and I would just never think twice about it. I'd be like, oh, that's just Mark. That's just yeah, who yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. He's just... That kind of stuff in a workplace today, can you even imagine? No. 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 And like, but even, like, my dad, I can remember, like, my my dad's and my, and my brothers, they're pretty, like... Um, you know, flirty, right? And so I I can remember being in re- restaurants and my dad would say things to waitresses. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't e- I don't even know. But just like little flirty things. And my mom's there. My mom's like, oh my God, ignore him. But that's probably like sexual harassment, what right, he was doing. Right, you know what I mean? Right. It's like... I love it when your dad flirts. We think it's funny. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, but maybe there is but that fine when they're line. at work, they're just trying exactly. to make their, get their paycheck. Yeah. Right? And, and that so, is the deal. When you are trying to work and do a job and you need this job to pay bills and put food on the table for your children, yeah. you can't even defend yourself no. because you're worried you're going to lose your yeah. job. And a so lot you of have the, to you just know, tolerate it. I don't know if it's like with my dad. He's very, like a lot of the pe- places we go to eat, he knows the people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And there's just this flirty like sort of banter back and forth. But yeah, I don't know. That woman could be like, yeah, it drives me fucking nuts every time, but I have to plus a smile on my face so I get a good tip. You know right. what I mean? That I don't know. A, oh, I think I think probably... Uh, the food service industry, yeah. they deal with this yeah. so, so much. I mean, well, I'm just thinking a, of bartenders or, oh, yeah. you know, being cocktail waitresses. I mean, any of those places. Even I can work, only imagine. Uh, I mean, even as nurses. Even as nurses, yeah. I've had dads or, you know, even grandpas Ugh. or whatever say It's always thing. a crazy grandpa. It's like, <laughs> Maybe that's our... Uh, yeah, now that's our, our pool, genre yeah. now. So it's the creepy grandpa who wants to like. Yeah, it's like, oh, how long have you been working here? And yeah. you're just going, oh you my know God. your yeah. staff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I know how to change your diaper. Been no, doing but it. I think I've said this before. On I think I said, shared this on the podcast. I had a dad once. I was helping a mom breastfeed, middle of the night. I was working night shift, and um, so I'm helping her. And yes, when I help people breastfeed, I touch their breasts yes. and I ask them, I can't. May I please right. touch your... Can, can I, I help, help you? you? Yeah. Do you mind if I touch your breast? That's a normal thing, right? So you ask people permission before you touch them. And all... Ten... Nine times... Nine point nine times out of ten, they're like, hands up, please help me do yes. anything, right? So helping her get on. And the dad looks over and he's like, 
ooh, I never thought I was going to be, like, involved in a menage a trois. Oh, it's so gross. And I was like, oh, my God. I got so pissed. I was like, what? And his wife was just mortified. So part of me was like, I don't want to make too big of a deal of it because she's mortified. And I know she is just, like, like she's really upset. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. not, and it's something that obviously he has an issue with. Like, so you could tell it was a very touchy subject. But I was like... Just so you know, there's nothing sexual about a baby breastfeeding. And if you think there is something sexual about a baby breastfeeding, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, that's on you. And then the conversation halt, right? Because I was like, now you're going into pervy mode and I will not tolerate. It's creepy. It's so creepy. But that shit happens. Yeah. I've had other... Well, we had a a dad who was probably close to 70 who grabbed one of the labor (gasps) nurse's asses while his wife's having a baby. His mail-order bride. Well, that's a whole other story. Mail-order bride, human trafficking. We don't really know. Which, mail-order bride is now human trafficking. I mean, that is human trafficking. It is. It is. That's going to be a whole whole other subject, which which we will talk about at some point. Because it's very... We are seeing it more and more in the workplace um and just being able to figure out how, how to, to deal with it and how what to, to deal do. with it and to get ask the right questions yeah, to help and people. to try to get them help if we yeah. can it's oh, that's a whole other thing. so how do we raise our how do we raise our kids so, to to be oh, besides us just talking yeah. right well i think that's the number one is talking about it and keeping open communication yeah. so i'll speak from the girl perspective because i have two girls I teach them that their body is their own to do what they want with. No one else has the right to do anything with it. Um, You know, not even mom and dad. Like, these are, this is your body and you get to choose what you do to Mm -hmm. it. And I think one thing with Thea having her diabetes is she's very in tune with her body. You know what I mean? Like, she's aware of how she feels. Yes. And so I'm just like, you have, you have to use that for, when you're around strangers or around other, like really be in tune. If you feel uncomfortable, you get to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you get to say, I stop. I feel uncomfortable. It's like, they teach us at work to do that kind of thing. Like if there's, you know, you think someone's doing the wrong procedure or doing something wrong, empowering people to say, hold up. I have a stop. question. Mm-hmm. I feel uncomfortable. Let's stop for two seconds and reevaluate, and re-evaluate the, situation, the situation. Yeah. So I am like, you know, you never let anyone touch you. You never take pictures. You, you know, just, you, you, you just try to empower them and give them as By much information, them information as possible. Yeah. And yeah. I think I have, I mean, I have another story that's pretty significant that I will share with Thea and Tula mm-hmm. when the time is right. right. I think right. now it would just probably scare the shit out of them because yeah. now it scares the shit out of me when I think about it. Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, I am lucky I am not dead didn't end up dead in a ditch somewhere. Some of the choices I made when I was in my 20s. Me too. But what pisses me off about that is like, it's not like I'm really doing, I wasn't really doing anything wrong. Do you know what I mean? You weren't making bad choices. You were just living your life and you were put in position because someone else decided to make a bad choice. And you were the victim of it. I'll just tell my little story kind of quick. The, um, so I had gone, I have never really gone out by myself before. Right. I'd always like, girlfriends and we're going out or I'm going to meet someone or whatever. Well, I'd gotten this phone call from someone that I didn't really hang out with a lot. My brother, brother's friends and stuff. And they're like, we're going to Seattle. You should come meet us. And I was just like decorating my Christmas tree. No one else wanted, none of my friends wanted to go out. I was like, okay. So I drive downtown Seattle. I meet them at this bar. Well, they wanted to leave to go on. One of them had a boat in the Harbor, whatever they want to go do that. And I was like, I don't want to go down there. I'm just going to go home. 
So I had got one drink and I was drinking it. I go into the bathroom or no, I think I'd gone. Yeah. I go into the bathroom and there's this woman who is on the floor. And of course I'm a nurse. So I'm like, Oh my God, what's going on? Are you okay? She's like, I've been, I think I've been drugged. I think I've been drugged. I can't do it. I can't walk. I can't do anything. So I was like, Oh shit. I am stone cold sober. Right. I have had one drink that I haven't even drank in my hand. And so I go get somebody, we help her. They call 911. We, I go out, they asked me to go out with her or she asked me if, to come out with her. I can't remember because it's all dudes were, um, the security people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the club. And so I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll go out with you. So I go out. As I'm walking out, I still have my drink in my hand. And I walk out and where the bounce, like where the people are letting people in the club, they're like, oh, you can't take your drink outside. Set it here. So I set it down like where the bounces are. One would think that is a safe place to set your drink. I go out. I wait with her for 20 minutes. Like the fire department comes. We do all that. They take her to a hospital. And everyone's like, oh, you know, thank you, and da-da-da, and I'm chit-chatting with the police and the firefighters, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go back inside, and I'm just going to go. So when I walk in, I walk past the where my, I had set my drink, because I wasn't really thinking about it, and this guy stops me, he's like, oh, here, here's your drink. And I was like, oh, thank you, it was one of the bouncers. Yeah, next thing I know, I am having, like, weird visions of, like, being in a car driving somewhere where I just see trees. So I am not shitting you. It happened that fast. I don't even remember leaving. I'm in someone's car in the passenger seat. Oh my God. So, so fucking scary. I don't even know. And I just, am, I, I have this memory of like going in and out of, like I'm awareness, like awareness. But not aware, yes. but not awareness. But like, like weird awareness. Like what's happening? Right. So apparently we had gone to this one place where he thought, he basically took my ID with my my um, address on it and was driving me to my house. But he went to this other apartment complex and knocked on someone's door. I, I mean, it was oh. so crazy. Oh, God, so finally so we scary. get to my place and, and you're still not with it. You no, still don't I don't even remember yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and he, my roommate's home. Luckily, thank, thank you, Jesus. My roommate was home with her boyfriend and I go in and well, like I said, I don't really remember this. And I remember waking up, like, I think he was, like, taking my clothes off. And then my, I got up and my friend was like, or no, no, no. When I got there, my my roommate was like, okay, she's, she's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And so she told the guy, you have to sleep on the couch. And so I was in my room and she said she was kind of staying up. And then she got up and he wasn't on the couch. He was in my room. So I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Because I really don't really remember much. And then um, I go into the bathroom. I'm hysterically crying. The dude is still in the bedroom, in the bed. He has a gun. Oh, God. I mean, on my nightstand. <clears throat> so I wake up. I see all this. I am like hysterical, like never like hyperventilating hysterical. I get my friend. Because you don't know what happened but your assumption of what happened is devastating because I do have memories of certain little things you know so I I wake up I go get my friend I'm like oh my god that fucker's still here I'm telling her everything that happened she's like we gotta get him out of the house I mean I should have fucking called 911 like right uh, anyway so we get him we're like you gotta go I have to leave and go get my car so he goes down to his car and his tires flat or something so he comes back up and I'm like dude you have to go I don't give two shits about your tire like get out of here 
figure it out yourself. We're leaving. So we left and went and got my car. And I was just like hysterical. And I never did anything. I never told anybody. I never, because I felt ashamed. That you did. That I put myself in the position. We were raised, you know, I was born in the 70s. In the 80s, if you got raped, that was your fault. That was on you. Because you were wearing a skirt. Yeah, because you were wearing a skirt or you were too flirty or whatever. So, yeah, I totally. Like, was like, oh, my God. I, and I didn't do anything wrong. Like, I had not. I didn't even have one drink. I never dressed slutty anyway. But I know that was probably a shitty thing to say. But I, it, it was weird. And, and. You did was, not invite this to no. happen. But, again, you feel shamed. Yes. Because you put yourself in that position. But you didn't put yourself in that position. And there but were, probably there took was a guy, long time to figure yeah, that out. There was a guy that I knew at the club. I called him that morning. I was like, what the fuck happened? He's like, I have no idea. The guy would not. Li- I was going to take you home. And that guy was like, no, no. I know her. We go to the gym together. And I'm going to take her home. That was and so I was like, why didn't you do it? You know, anyway. It's always bothered me. It's something that's always like kind of in the back of my mind. And I try to talk about it. You know, the more you talk about it, I think, I think the, better so. it, yeah. the better it is. Well, you talking about it probably right now will save someone from going through yeah, that. Yeah, hopefully. That's my That's know, the hope. whole goal here is just the choices that we made. We trusted the people. We trust people. Yeah. Right? And so you don't think someone's going to hurt you. Yeah. Like, and, you know, it just... It's mind-boggling. Yeah. And I think when we first had met, he was like, oh, I see you at my gym all the time. Because he was he worked at the gym that I went to. So he made this sort of connection with us. So right. then it was like you people. You felt trust. Yeah, you people, felt you could trust I'm like, them. okay, if you work at the gym, you're not going to do anything because I know where you work. Right. right? And I can and see I, you. It just kills me that I didn't go to the hospital and get like. Now I'm like, why did I get, I should have gotten drug tested and I could have proved it and yeah. all these things. But at the time it just wasn't, I wasn't something I wanted to no, deal with. Because you felt shamed. Yeah. Again, I mean, we we feel the guilt. Like, did I say something? Did I look yeah. a certain way for because me to have that? Even as a woman, when, you know, if some someone is like, oh, I want to buy you a drink, I, I would be like, I don't want you to buy me a drink because then now I feel obligated to you somehow. Right, right. And I, you feel like I should be obligated to you somehow. No, I hated guys buying me drinks. Yeah. I mean, oh, see, I, lo- I loved it. I'm like, no. okay, but I didn't think twice about yeah. it. I was like, sure, I'll take a drink. God, I wouldn't do that now. No. And will I tell my daughter to take free drinks? No. Yes. I will give you money to yes. get your own stuff. Yes. And you'll be taking an Uber home. Yeah. Right? Those are, at least there's a few safety things that we can do today. Yeah. Like Uber and Lyft and all those things for our kids. But I agree with you. Like having that open dialogue yeah. with, oh my gosh, I just think of the... <laughs> I just think of the things like going to concerts and just like the ones where you camp. Yeah. And oh, like yeah. just drinking and getting completely wasted and being in a tent with some dude that yeah. you don't even know. Right? Like how did you see into my soul just then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is I swear I did that at the uh, Bare Naked Ladies, the Gorge. Yeah, the was, Gorge. Oh yes. god. I mean it the was, Gorge um, the Gorge is a setup for date rape people. It is, but it, is. Well, this was not date rape. What uh, well, not date rape. It is concert rape. <laughs> this was, well, mine was very consensual. <laughs> well, mine probably was. I mean, I know that there's been some consensual stuff out there. Oh, but, yes. So raising our girls to be strong, to be vocal, to be smart. Yes. Um, so then as a mom with girls, I my thing is, I'm just, I like want to shout it from the rooftops. W- people with boys, raise your boys 
so that they don't think that a woman's vagina belongs to them. Right. So that they don't inappropriately touch people. What is happening? Why are people raising their boys to behave like that? Right. And how do we change that? Because that's what needs to change. Right. Their behavior. Yeah. Well, and so I do have a boy um, who's a really sensitive kid mm-hmm. and very emotional kid. And sometimes, like, when he's overly emotional... Like, there have been times that, and I've stopped doing this, but there were times where I'd be like, okay, you need to man up. Mm-hmm. Or stop being a baby. Babies don't cry. Like, yeah. you don't, like, you are almost a teenager. Like, we don't act, men don't act like that. I'm like, why do I say those mm-hmm. things? I want him to embrace his sensitivity and respect and love for women. Because and- you do that because... That's not considered a good trait of a male in our right, society. Right. But that's what needs to switch. A sensitive man should be a good thing. Should be a good partner. Should be a good yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, like, when, right? my, when I was dating Andrew, this all this stuff was happening when I was dating Andrew. And that actually was a thing that made me, made me, it helped me decide. Like, I was like, Andrew is a wonderful guy. Why, why am I, like, dorking around with this? And why don't I make a commitment to him? Because... Because we didn't like the too nice. No, he was so nice. And I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, he's everything's okay, but he's just too nice. And my mom's like, you sound like a total idiot. Like, what are you talking about he's too nice? Like, right. there is no such thing as too nice. That's who you want to marry. And I had this moment of like, oh, yeah, why am I, why do I care if he's too nice? Because we liked the bad boys. Yeah. We liked the ones that played hard to get. Yeah. Right? That is, I, I don't know why that is. But, yes, we need to... Teach our girls that you want someone that's nice, that will respect you, that with actions will show you love and respect. Yeah, and I think things with girls look to their dads to see how they will be treated in a relationship. I don't know if I said that clearly. But so, yeah, there's times when Andrew, I'll look at him and be like, okay, you need to act the way you want your girls to be treated by their future spouse. That Yeah. Because... If you don't, however you're acting, they're going to think that that's okay behavior from their Mm -hmm. spouse. So the things that are coming out of your mouth to me should be things that you, you would be okay with a future son-in-law saying to your daughter. Yeah. That's no, that's a really, really good way of putting it. So trying to find that balance for my son in his, how emotional he is. Uh I right? Like, I'm you. going, I don't want to say man up anymore. No. Like, be a, you know, be a strong yes. boy. What like, does that mean? I, I don't mean, even know what that strong, means. Like, I just, yeah. 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 But, like, you boys know. don't cry. You got to, yeah. yeah, all those little things. You hit like a girl, man up. I mean, yeah, those all those things need to come to out say. of our vocabulary. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be all uber sensitive, but, but really, I mean, those are things we should get away from. Right. It's just women and men in a modern society are very equal and you know we don't need the strength that we used to need 50 years ago to run a farm or you know whatever to go out and kill your food and yeah we don't but our brains are better right like it just you you can use your brain now and so men and women should totally be equal I mean this could go on to like different like where we work, we and especially because we do women's health. Yes, you see lots of. I mean, we come across domestic violence, um, just different cultures that treat women very differently. 
Where and, we'll ask our patients questions and their husbands will do the answer. Yeah. They'll look to their husbands to answer the questions. It's like, nope, we didn't ask him. Yeah, we asked I've you. Said, I've asked a woman what her pain was. Her, her husband answered me and I said, oh, I didn't ask you. I'm asking her. Right. And I've had to say to men that I have seemed controlling, you don't get to decide this. She gets to decide this. And I'll say to people, so when a baby comes out of your vagina or you have a C-section, you get to tell me, you get to have an opinion on it. Until then, fucking shut your face. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Like, shut your stupid face. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> yeah. It's... Stop manning up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's... I mean, I even the other day had a, a, a dad that kind of got in my face and definitely from a culture that oh, women yes, are second yes. class citizens. Right. And so, uh, I just stood my ground. I was like, I'm not fighting with you, but you're not going to push me around. And this is what's happening. And you know, by, at the end of it, he, to he totally loved me. Yeah. And even the next day I took care of them and he was just all great and nice, but I set a boundary. You, you know what to. I mean? I yes. was like, <laughs> This white girl is setting a boundary that you're not going to cross. Yeah. So you need to, like, respect that or get the hell out. I, I feel so honored that we are raising our kids in a time, though, right now where women are becoming stronger, where we yes. have found our voices. Um, and I think our girls will only benefit yeah. from that. And it can only get better, I feel like. But you got to keep talking about it. Yeah. So. I think raising your girls to talk about their emotions, talk about their fears, talk about, you know, their strengths and, and standing up for themselves Yeah. as women, not uh, just because, you know, I'm a girl, this, I can't do it because I'm a girl, yeah. those things, let them know that they can do anything they anything. want to, if not better than yeah. these boys. Anyway, whoo, <laughs> but we would love to hear, um... Any ideas that you guys have on how to talk to our kids or any of or your if you own want to experiences? Share a story. We'd love to hear some stories from yes. you. Um, you can email them uh, at vaginasuitpodcast at gmail.com. And then, or always Instagram. You can Instagram. I know you can't. Well, it's not hard really. To Instagram a, yeah, stories. I guess so Facebook, email us but... your stories. Instagram, we're at Vagina Soup Podcast. Uh, Facebook, we are Vagina Soup. Um, but we'd really love to hear from you. And if there's topics you want to hear about, let us know. But this is a big one. And yes. if you want to share stories with us, we can kind of continue this topic yeah. into another episode. Or and even if someone's out there that has never shared a story and yeah. you feel like you want a safe place to share a story, not necessarily for us to reread, right. but just to share, we are more than willing and able to respond and hear and be a sounding board for anybody that... Um, has a story that they want to know share. that you're not alone. No, I think that's the biggest thing. Know that you're not alone. I mean, Amanda and I is two nurses, right? We met at work, became best friends. And honestly, our lives are very similar in what we've dealt with in the dating world yeah. or not dating world. And just the sense of every woman I think has gone through something some sort of sexual yeah. harassment or not consensual advances. Just objectifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think also the other thing with girls, it's really important that we don't constantly just tell our girls they're beautiful. Yes. That, oh, yes, your yes, body's yes, yes. beautiful. That's, that's cute. We want to tell our girls you're smart, you're strong, you're kind, yes. you're loving. Like, 
all these kind of things that are not physical, I yes. think it's really important that they grow up knowing that there's so much more to them than this physical body. Okay guys, that wraps up everything. Um, hope you guys have a good rest of the week and we wish you the best. Uh, take care, bye.